You're listening to The Doctor's Companion, brought to you by InStockTrades.com and DCBService.com. Welcome to another episode of The Doctor's Companion. I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Matt Smith, but not that Matt Smith. And we're from MindRobber.net, the home site of MindRobber Productions, where we talk about all the things on podcasts, specifically this one you're listening to right now called The Doctor's Companion, where we talk about Doctor Who, uh, The Mind Robbers Versus, where we pick a show we love and talk about it episode by episode. Currently, uh, we are alternating between Superman the Animated Series and Batman the Animated Series. Uh, we were exclusively doing batman but now we've reached the point where we need to start alternating <laughs> yeah um, and the first uh the first superman episode was yesterday so something yeah to this is forward to. exactly it's the first week and uh make sure that you go back in the feed a couple of episodes to get the uh mask of the phantasm episode because that was one that we were both really proud of yeah um, it's awesome it's awesome yeah so go check those out um and then of course our flagship podcast the mind robbers where we talk about just whatever we really kind of feel like talking about that week um on top of you know like revolving segments uh and and regular segments like a movie pick we alternate movie picks every week we do uh we do a main to- different main topic every week we do comic picks we do a music pick uh basically any kind of entertainment that you consume we talk about on that show so Uh, You should be listening to that. If you like this and you're not listening to that, uh, shame on you because you have to like other things than Doctor Who. I mean, you don't you don't have to. But I feel like in order to be a well-rounded human being, you probably should. And God knows there's not enough Doctor Who around right now for you to be consistently entertained. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So go check out the Mind Robbers, our our other uh, our other show. And if you like our shows, please review them on iTunes. Uh, that is not an invitation for people who don't like our shows to review them. Don't 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 don't. You are you are not invited. You're not invited to review the show. Don't because like I've explained this before. You guys, you do a negative review on the sh- on a show, any podcast at all, you're just being a jerk. Like, there's no reason. Those We're doing this for free. There's no reason to leave a negative review other than that you want to be a jerk and want to feel better about yourself. That's the only reason to leave a negative review. Literally the only reason. It does nobody any good. So don't be that guy or that girl. Uh, and uh, keep your negative reviews to yourself. And instead, you can email them to us, a podcast at mydrobber.net, and maybe we'll respond to you and we'll figure out what the problem is and maybe we can, we can, we can, we can fix it. Work something out. Work yeah. Something out. You never know. You know? Don't, yeah. don't, yeah. Don't just leave a review and walk away. That doesn't help anything. It's a process, you guys. That's all I'm saying. Um, But if you want to start a discussion with us, you can add it to the comments. I guess you could leave negative reviews there, too. Um, 
Sure, why not? Go ahead. Sure. <laughs> uh, go to the go to the website mindrobber.net, Find the post for this episode or whatever episode that you you have comments on, um, and leave those comments there. We'll we'll respond to you. One one or both of us will respond to you. Um, so uh, do that because that's fun. I like yeah. comments. Comments are good. Um, yes. Also, tell your friends that you listen and say, hey, uh, you like Doctor Who, right? We talk about it all the time. You want to hear about two other people who talk about it all the time? And they're really entertaining. And you should listen to it. Here. This is a link. Go here. Find them. Listen to them. Enjoy them. Love them. Leave good iTunes reviews. But not bad ones. Make sure you warn them of that. <laughs> because <laughs> then we'll, they'll embarrass them in front of all their internet friends yeah um yeah but yeah facebook twitter all that stuff tell people that you listen and they should be listening to um today we are talking about hide um last week we wondered if maybe it was pronounced weird uh turns out it's not uh it's just hide i guess um <laughs> Uh, overall thoughts on this one. First off, let me just get this out of the way. I hate this title. I still hate this title. This title has nothing to do with this episode. I watched this episode twice now. At no point does anyone hide from anything. It's dumb. It's a stupid, (laughs) stupid title. And I blame Stephen Moffat because I'm sure he's the one who came up with the title. And he just thought it was the coolest thing. And it's dumb. It's a dumb title. Uh, But the episode itself is really, really great. Um, It's it's just a really awesome uh, ghost story. And, you know, like I hear a lot of complaints. I've read a few few, uh, reviews of this episode. And they've a lot of them have kind of said the same thing where they're just like, yeah, there's a lot of moments, but I'm really sick of this show always coming back to love being the solution to everything. And, you know, I don't disagree with them. I understand where they're coming from. Um, They would like a little more science in their science fiction. And that's that's fine. That's that's, you know, it's it's fine. I get that. Um, But my problem with that being an argument here is that it's actually done really well here. And I will never tell a show that it can't do something really well. Um, I'll complain about the times that it does it poorly. Like, you know, I do believe in doctors. Um, but uh, I I really liked it here. Like, I, I loved all of that connection here. And it was, it was uh, dare I use the term timey-wimey in a good way. Uh, like I liked the use of time travel within the story and like, I, I loved all that. It was just, it was a really cool Doctor Who episode. Plus I really love ghost hunter stuff. Um, and that whole aesthetic, especially like the older, like clunky, like (laughs) clunky technology where you look at and you're just like, I don't think that stuff's doing anything. (laughs) I, I, I love that stuff. That's just, I, I, it's just a thing that I enjoy. Um, but I, uh, I, yeah, I had a lot of fun with this. What did you think? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm in the same boat. Um, I, I really, I really liked this a lot. Um, and it was a bigger vote of confidence for Neil Cross. Um, clear that he wrote this first. (laughs) And then the second one was written under duress mm-hmm. or not duress, but just like under a different circumstance because he clearly cares about this more. Um, agreed on the time travel stuff, agreed on the ghost, ghost hunters stuff. Um, and it was one of those things where I was watching this and I was just like, oh, I forgot what it was like to have a Doctor Who story that I enjoyed both times and was like legitimately great. Like mm-hmm. 
this this is the best Doctor Who since God the God Complex. Um, and handily, I mean, like I I think that I think that the Western, like I'm, you know, you and I are like the two people who like that episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this was better than that. Like this was yeah. just much more interesting. This was much more like Doctor Who. This was just really really awesome. <clears throat> oh um, yeah, I was absolutely. Really impressed. Um, I, I didn't, uh, if I had a complaint, I didn't, it would be that I didn't think it was that scary, um, uh, in places, uh, but I, I, when I finished it, I was like, that wasn't very scary, but they also weren't doing what I was expecting them to do. Right. Um, and then watching it the second time, I didn't really mind as much. And I, I still think that, um, uh, they, I don't think they ever gave it a term, so I'll just call him Romeo. I, I still think that before we find out. Like before the very end of the episode, Romeo was really scary. <laughs> like yes. just because they they did him practically and from a distance, and that whole like the way he moved, it was creepy. It was really yes. creepy. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so so I'll give them that. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I I I agree with that. Yeah, it's it's not very scary. Um, other than those few creepy gl- glimpses of Romeo, but. It's, uh, you know, I, I think like, you know, once you watch, when you watch it the second time, you're just like, oh, okay, this wasn't really trying to be scary for the audience. It was just, we were just supposed to get that this is supposed to be scary for them. Um, yes. And, yes. and that's, that's fine. Yeah. 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 All right. It means that we still have room for a massively scary Doctor Who story that someone should come in and do. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that, that's not a slam on this one. It's just like, nah, let's get some, uh. Let's get some proper frights in here, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know? <clears throat> All right. Well, before we uh, start talking about details, uh, this is a reminder that today's episode is brought to you by InStockTrades.com, where you can purchase any paperback, hardcover, omnibus, absolute edition, graphic novel collections at 35 to 45% off, plus new release specials at 50% off every week. And remember, all orders over $50 get free shipping. So go check their IDW section. Find some Doctor Who stuff. Uh, find a bunch of stuff. There's, 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 you know, they have everything. Uh, everything. If it's not back ordered, they have it. Um, so go, go check out InStockTrades.com and buy stuff and, and thank them for sponsoring the show because, uh, we couldn't do it without them. All right. So, uh, hide, uh, detail wise, like, I, 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 I liked, I really liked, uh, all of this. The one thing that bugs me and, and it bugged me, it bugged me the first time just because I was like, well, I know who that is. Um, but it bugged me even more the second time because it really felt like Moffat writing over Neil Cross because he thought it was clever. And it's like, no Moffat, it's not clever because this is how you start every episode. Uh, the knock on the door and then it ends up being the doctor and Clara. I was like, come on, really? Gee, I wonder who's going to be at that door. Yeah, that's exactly like when it knocked and they were looking at the door. I was like, it's the doctor and Clara. And they stepped closer. It's the doctor and Clara. It knocked again. It's doctor and Clara. And they open the door. It's empty. And they're like, they're going to pop out. And then that's like, it's just like, it's it's like, no, I I get it, Moffat. You you like the teaser to end with the reveal of the doctor. But you've done it for like almost every episode ever. That he's done like <laughs> he's in fact, he's even done the knocking door thing before because that's how he, he opened uh, science in the library. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Y- you know, come on. Come on. 
Come on. Well, it's one of those things because I had a similar thought where it's like uh, the Doctor Who teaser is something that's really interesting. And you go back to the Davies era and the Davies era would just do like – like if you think of something like – I don't know, just pulling out of, out of my head, um, uh, Rise of the Cybermen. Mm-hmm. The Doctor's not in that teaser at all. Mm-hmm. The first thing you see is him at the top of the first – or at the top of the episode after the credits. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's like – I don't know. That to me is a lot more interesting mm-hmm. just because like I know that it's him. If you want it to do <laughs> something scary, just have this ghost come right towards this girl. She screams, crash into credits. Like that is just much more interesting. Mm-hmm. And then the we know we, we're not forgetting whose show it is. <laughs> like we're, we're not – we don't – Yeah. The, especially, but, especially not with Doctor Who being "quote unquote" asked all the time, which it almost is in this episode. But go on. Mm, no, so I it just it's uh it's that's a problem with the with the with the structure of the Moffat era. Uh, it just I have an issue with, and I'm, and obviously you know sometimes the Doctor was in the in the uh, cold opens for um through the Davies era, but very rarely. Uh, I I just mm-hmm. I prefer it without it. I just, I yeah. just, I prefer opening the episode without the doctor and then meeting him uh, after the credits. Um, yeah. Because I feel like if you're going to cold open an episode, tell us what the episode's going to be about. Then we come back and then the, like, show us the problem. And then we, and then the episode is about getting the solution with the doctor. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's just a better structure for me. I don't know. But then again, I'm sure it seems to me. That it's not just a Moffat thing. Like it seems to me that in general, new who fans and fans of, of Matt Smith and this era, like the new doctor who fans. And I just, and I don't mean like new doctor who as in, I mean, new as in they're new to the show now with Matt Smith. Yes. Yes. Um, I, it seems to me that they are much more interested in Matt Smith and the doctor. And anytime that he's not around, they st- tend to get like bored. Um, I mean, really, like, and that's, that's, it sounds like it's a put down. I don't mean it's a put down, but I just mean, like, I think that's, that's just, like, I, I'm going to be really interested to see how much ratings drop when Matt Smith and Stephen Moffat leave the show. They're not, uh, they're not ever leaving the show. The BBC won't let them leave the show. <laughs> just a joke. Just a joke. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see because I don't, I don't think those people will be around, uh, afterwards because I think that they will hate whatever's around just because it's different. But I don't, I don't think that's a wrong sentiment. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it'd be interesting to find out. I'm very interested to see it happen. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so positive things. Uh, this episode is great. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> I mean, it really is like like other than that minor nitpick of the of the teaser, um, which is, you know, part of a grander problem with the show. This is really interesting. Even the Clara stuff was interesting in this. Um, I I, I, this is the first episode where I was like, oh, okay, no, I like Clara a lot. Um, I I love her interaction with the TARDIS uh, and calling calling the TARDIS a cow. <laughs> that just that amuses me. Um, I so I just I really like all that, and I I actually liked even the stuff the Clara mystery stuff in this, like the grander mythology stuff in this was good, because um, it was it was well placed and it gave I. I love nothing more than a normal Doctor Who episode only to be revealed at the end that the Doctor had an ulterior motive. Like, that's, 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 that's good Doctor Who. That's, that's the Doctor right there. Like, always having an ulterior motive, that's the Doctor. 
Um, mm-hmm. Just just zooming around the universe and and saving things just for the sake of saving things. Like yes, he does do that every once in a while. But man, is it great when when you think that that's what it is, and then you get to the end and he's like, oh no no, I was doing this for a reason. Yeah, uh, which is which is funny. Which is funny because, like, if you go back to what Moffat was saying before seri- Series 7 aired and he's like, I'm not doing a, a myth plot. We're all going to do, like, single one and duns and all that stuff. Um, it's funny how this season has actually been very serialized in its own way. Mm-hmm. Um, and not, like, I mean, it, I don't mind the serialization. I really don't. Like, I don't think it's done particularly well. But if you want to serialize it, that's fine. It's weird that this this show is at a point where it is um, – how do, how do I say this? It's – uh. Uh, it it it's very it's very much hitting me over the head with every mystery of Clara, like and 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 the Cold War, like the Cold War had nothing to do with anything. Um, but uh, this one, like this one, kind of slowly advances that plot, and I'm fine with doing that. Like the thing with Rings of Akaten, where you have to constantly sledgehammer me with the fact that she's a mystery and the Doctor's interested in her. Like I guess that's okay, but I'm just less interested in that. Like if you're gonna do standalone stories, like you've been saying that you want to do, um, do them standalone and then just weave stuff in. And it's funny because I think that Moffat would say that this is – or Moffat probably thinks that he's being revolutionary. It's like, no, no, no. This is just what Davies was doing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, which, like, I mean, that's just what this is. It's just very – it's very subtle. It's very very just under – under. it's a runner, really. It's more – not even a B story. It's just a runner, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, let, the, let, the, let the overarching plot be your B story. Or not B story, runner. Mm-hmm. So I like that. Um, and I liked uh, – I like I like the design of the of the of the house. I thought that like the the production design was was mostly good. If I had a problem, it was just like the house just didn't feel like it had any history, which is really weird. Um, yeah, and, and thought, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. I, and I felt like there was because I was watching it the first time, and I'm just like, well, I why am I not buying this as scary? Because the direction, and I forget the guy who did the directing. I don't have I don't have it in front of me. It's like Jamie King or something. Yeah, um, or Jamie Payne, I think. Um, uh, new guy, I think. Yeah, you look at it, you look at it, and it's just like, and it's just like, oh, this is really well directed. This is really well put together. It's very visual. Um, uh, oh yeah, Jamie Payne, uh, very visual. And yet, like, there's it just doesn't feel like it's alive. And I think that there's a combination of like, I thought that the cinematography wasn't super fantastic. Like the 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 lighting was just not great. Um, there's stuff where like it just felt like it should be more. I just wanted something that was a little drearier. It felt like very. It felt very overlit for a creepy first 15 minutes um Hmm. and the production design just felt everything just felt really empty which is really kind of strange yeah um, i don't i don't i don't i just i don't know i i don't think that's a knock against the episode i think that that's just what you wanted Um, no yeah no no it absolutely is it doesn't detract from it like i didn't notice it as much the second time yeah um but it was it was something that i felt that was very um because i i felt like they were going for more of a ghostbusters vibe with this episode than mm -hmm. a than a be scared vibe like uh, as, as far as like you know the episode itself of course if you follow like you know the doctor who twitter or whatever they're just like oh it's gonna be so scary prepare yourself but they're a hype machine so you know don't listen to them um i i went into this with really no expectations and uh, I was I was pleased with uh, the way that it looked. I mean, as soon as as soon as um, 
uh, as soon as uh, Clara said something about the Ghostbusters for the Ghostbusters or whatever, I that that then I was watching the rest of the episode with that in mind, and and then it didn't bother me at all. Like it really, it really felt like more of a Ghostbusters vibe than anything else. Um, yes. So I liked it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, but that, I mean, you're right. That is my expectations. But it's one of those things where it's just, I mean, and I'm not, I don't, I don't mean to qualify that anymore. It's just like, it is a me expectations. And the Ghostbusters line does tell you that it's more about being fun, especially once you get to the realization that it's a time travel plot mm-hmm. and it's not actually a ghost story, which I loved, which mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, that's so clever. Mm-hmm. Um like like so clever and then what they did after that when they um or bef- right before they reveal that where the doctor just goes and takes a picture every like billion years or something yeah um was just fantastic um and it took me a bit to figure out that that's what he was doing but that was just a really clever use of tardis it had a really great really great character beat stuff um and it was just wonderful to watch um you can and- always tell uh, you can always tell when it's a writer's first episode of Doctor Who because they're always afraid that it's going to be their only. So you can you can tell when you watch their episode that they're using every part of the buffalo, so to speak. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that and it always it's it's just always really funny because you're just like, yeah, you're just you're like, well, this is the only uh, only Doctor Who episode I ever get to write. Then I'm going to use all of the things. Um, and I, and I just, I love that, uh, about this episode is it really just uses every part of the Buffalo. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And it's, and it's, and it's something that where it's like, you can tell that Neil Cross is a big fan of the show, not just because he uses a, a, a crystal from, oh, what was it? Metabolist three. Ugh. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> which is the worst, like everyone's complaining about that. And I'm like, you know what? I am. I'm gonna join you on that complaint wagon because that's a that's a really that's that is such a bush league mistake. Like that is such a bush league mistake. What? 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 The, the explain met, it calling, to people. Calling it a metabilis crystal is wrong because it's a meta. It's a crystal from a, the planet called Metabilis Three, uh, and um, the sorry, I had to do that. Uh, and that's a reference to uh, the Green Death and Planet of the Spiders, which is a third Doctor story. Um, and it's like, and it's like, it's not even like you're pulling from like, because I'm about to reference a less well-known episode, but it's like you're pulling from a from a regeneration story and a like a crux MacGuffin from that story. There's no reason for your leading man to mispronounce that. Not with Doctor Who fans everywhere. Not with Stephen Moffat watching dailies. Not with your director directing this, not with Neil Cross probably being on set for the episode um, and throwing in that reference very specifically. Um, it's just weird. Like, it's one of those things where it's just like for a, for a show in an era that is designed to be ridiculously fan wanky, hashtag the tree, Androzani trees. Um, it's weird that they completely boff that pronunciation. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Because uh, it's such, it's so glaring. Like I, I noticed it the first time. I was like, "That's weird." And the second time, it's just like, "Well, you just messed that up for no reason." Um, uh, which is which is dumb. But what I like about Neil Cross is that this honestly reminded me a lot more of something like Image of the Fendal, um, which I know you haven't seen. Um, but Image of the Fendal is a story about a couple of scientists in a house who are investigating a buried skull, and um, which might be legendary it's a really i think it's a really underrated episode the image of the fendal it's really great um but what happens what's funny about image of the fendal is about 
I don't know, probably about two thirds of the way into the story, the doctor's just like, well, we have to go figure out what happened to the planet that was between Mars and Jupiter. So he puts Leela on the TARDIS and then takes the TARDIS there and then brings it back and it comes of nothing. Um, so I was watching the part where the doctor gets in the TARDIS and flies to all the, to the same point in time, but in different eras. And I was just like, oh, so you're basically just doing Image of the Fendal. And then it turns out that they were actually going somewhere with it. And I was very impressed. Mm. Um, uh, which which I really like. Um, and that, I mean, Image of the Fendal is just a wonderful gothic horror story set in a, set in a house like this, which is awesome. Um, that's good. So, I mean, I like that, and I like that Neil Cross is clearly a fan. And he wrote, like, I mean, he wrote Matt Smith really well here. Um, this is also coming from the guy who did Rings of Akaten, where, where Smith was well-written. Mm-hmm. This blows it out of the water. Like, this is, this is much closer to the Doctor than I'm interested in seeing. Um, and I'd like Neil Cross to do more stories, um, just to see how he'd do with it, because mm-hmm. I don't want Gatiss to take over. <laughs> <laughs> Any, a- anything's better than Gatiss at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chibnall. Chibnall and Gatiss are right there. Yeah. <laughs> just- Ch- right. Yeah, Chibnall and Gatiss, uh, stay away, stay away. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, and the worst part is, uh, all of these guys have all run shows. Uh, I'm afraid <laughs> all of them could be up for it um, yep. because Chibnall's doing that. What is it? That Broad uh, Broad Street Broad something something like that. Yeah. yeah, that with David Tennant. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that makes me that makes me scared um yeah no but i i i liked uh i liked the guest stars as well like i thought they oh. were really great characters yes um that i really was sad that i'm not gonna see them again which is mm-hmm. now rarity that like never happens um yes so uh, the fact that i was literally like i got to the end of this and i was like oh we're done with them now. That's a bummer. I like them. <laughs> Can they be companions? Could you imagine if they were companions? Oh, I would love that. That'd be that. great. A, a couple great. of like 1970s ghost hunters. Oh my God. Those would be yeah, great be... companions. Yeah. Especially played by Doug Ray Scott amongst other people who yeah. I could listen to read anything because that accent is a thing of beauty. Doug Ray um, Scott, the original Wolverine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And would have been if, if Mission Impossible 2 hadn't gone over schedule. Bless bless you, John Woo. Bless uh, you, John Woo. Weird. That's the one good thing to come out of that movie, besides an, a probably eventual live tweet when I end up seeing it for no reason. Um, <laughs> oh, buddy, that'll be a hell of a live tweet. It'll be so much fun. Um, uh, yeah, no, I, I love both of those characters a lot, and I, I'm, I, I would love to see more of them. Um, I am curious about the ending, because... The one thing I like about the ending is how abruptly it ends because they basically just end it at a point where it's like, you get it. Like, it's just, it really felt like Neil Cross was just like, ended the script like, and then the doctor says, hop on and well, you get it. And fade to black (laughs) because he's he's just like, you know, like, I don't need to explain this. You guys know what's going on. Um, and so I really like the abruptness of the ending, but uh, it left me with the question of like, what are they doing with the time traveler? Like, is she just stuck in the past now? And- yeah, they're, they're, she's going to hang out and live with her uh, great, 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 great grandparents. And if that's not mooching, I don't know what is. Yeah, that's bizarre. <laughs> that's so bizarre. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, you know, that's I mean, that's fine. I just thought it was a weird choice. Uh, it was a weird choice. Yeah, it was a weird choice. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, I I I just I really loved this. It was really good. Yes, um, and and I'm trying to I'm trying to remember if, if there was anything else. I like just I don't know all of the just all of the set pieces worked like and mm-hmm. all of the functioning gadgetry works. Like I love that they they jump into a into the parallel bubble universe via like a winch. Like it's. <laughs> It's literally just a winch and a crank. Like they're lowering some some dumb waiter over the side of a cliff. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's so old timey and so so clever. Um, and this, I mean, it's just like everything everything about it. It's just wonderful because it's every good choice was made. Everything was exciting and fun. Uh, it, blew, it rocketed by in my second viewing. It was like one of those things. Where it's just like it's been so long since I've had a Doctor Who story that I have just loved unabashedly mm-hmm. and not without like reservations but like i could i you know you can nitpick you can just nitpick any doctor who story to death and this one's trying so hard and working so and doing so much so well that i'm just like i could nitpick this i'm not going to mm-hmm. like i'm just it's not it's not worth it because i'm gonna take whatever i can get mm-hmm. that i will enjoy well we got we had our our, our two nitpicks and uh Obviously, honestly, I, this episode doesn't deserve any more than that. So yeah, no, absolutely not. It's just, it's just too much. It's just too much fun. It's yeah. just what I want. And, oh, it's nice. It's nice to have. A, it's nice to have the the best Doctor Who ser- story of the of the series so far. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I I have missed you, Doctor Who. Thank you. Welcome back to my screen. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. Oh, and, and and only right here, halfway mark of this back eight that we're getting for this series. <laughs> oh man. Um all right. Well before we uh before we wrap it up, wanna remind you that today's episode is also brought to you by DCBService.com. DCBS is the site that lets you pre order all of your monthly comic book statues, action figures, t shirts, anything you can get from a local comic book shop, you can get from DCBService.com. You place your orders three months in advance with monthly discounts specials up to 75% off and regular discounts of 40% off ship as often as you like with orders as large or small as you like. You only pay six ninety five in flat rate shipping. So thanks to DCBService.com. Uh, next week, journey to the center of the TARDIS, uh, that trailer. Um, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I don't I thought know. It lo- I thought it looked like fun. That's just me. I mean, I, it could be, but it could also be, a, it just, I did get I I did get a curse of the black spot vibe from it. Like <laughs> I got I got a curse from the black spot vibe, but then I also got a doctor's wife vibe, and I yeah. I don't know which one it's gonna be, um, mm-hmm. and it scares me. But uh, I'm I'm excited to find out, and also important to note for next week. Uh, next week's episode, we will be looking at each other. That's weird. That's really weird. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Journey to the Center of the TARDIS next week, we will be in Chicago um, for C2E2. So uh, we're probably just going to record this in our hotel room and uh, be uh, in the same room together. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, holding hands. Holding hands. Yes. Yes. The whole time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Awkwardly. Um, I, my hands sweat when I hold them. So, <laughs> just so you're aware. I'll, I'll bring mittens. <laughs> mittens uh yeah so uh, so if next week's episode sounds a little different that's why um we'll also explain it 
during the episode. Yes, so. that too. But it'll be fun. Uh, Journey to the Center of the TARDIS. Uh, hoping for the best. Really hoping for the best. Fingers crossed. Yes, indeed. Um, in the meantime, where can people find you? Matt. You can find me on Twitter, twitter.com slash gunkin. Also my alternate Twitter account, twitter.com slash GD Commentary, where you can find my live tweets of things like Smash in the OC. But honest to God, don't expect any tweeting for the next week because yep. it's not. I don't. I'll be honest with you. I don't have time to do any of that um, <laughs> at all. Uh, I have like eight movies to watch you guys. It's not fun. Um, <laughs> I leave and I leave in like less than I leave in what? Less than 72 hours at this point. Yep. Um, uh, crap. Crap. Um, <laughs> Good luck. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll be I'll be fine. I'm sure. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. All that's got to be done in 60 hours. So I have, I have two work shifts and 60 hours of things to do. And God knows it'll be fun. Um, hilarious and great. <laughs> so, so, so great. Also, if you're interested in any classic Doctor Who discussion or my thoughts on anything, you can go to uh, classicalgallifrey.blogspot.com. Where I have my classic Doctor Who blog and everything is up there. Just for your perusal, I mentioned Image of the Fendal. Maybe check it out. It'll mm. be interesting. I'm pretty sure I have some great videos up if you, if the BBC hasn't decided to take them down. Uh, one of which is just about phenomenal sexual tension. Um, that is my <laughs> favorite thing in the world. Um, and that's where you can find me. Scott. Uh, Twitter.com slash Scott Corelli. Twitter.com slash Scott Commentary. Currently, I'm just uh, torturing Matt. On my Scott commentary account, <laughs> the worst. <laughs> we're doing uh, in our in our upcoming fiftieth episode of the Mind Robbers. We're doing our top ten favorite movies of all time. But we're not telling each other what they are. So I've just been vague tweeting, uh, vague live tweeting my <laughs> my watching of my movies, and it's torturing Matt because he wants to know what they are. I want to know. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. Uh, you don't know, guys. Scott literally, Scott literally, we were having a conversation about it just last week, and he just goes, figured out what my favorite movie of, the, of all time is. And I just go, what is it? And he's like, I'm not telling you. You're going to find out. And I was like, you're the worst. <laughs> uh, well, well, there you go. Um, so if you want, if you're curious uh, about, if you're curious about, us outside of Doctor Who, uh, episode 50 of The Mind Robbers, which is coming up in a couple of weeks. It, it should be out next week, in fact. Um, uh, check with that. Try that one for the first one out because, uh, you know, I, I don't think you could uh, – I think that's going to be a good jumping on point for people. Um, and we're answering emails. So if you want to yes. email, email podcast at mindrobber.net and yes. say – and send us an email. We will answer anything. Mm-hmm. Sometimes answering on Twitter because if you're listening to this and you send an email and you didn't get a response or whatever or I answered you on Twitter, you're a dick. So <laughs> uh, be reasonable. Be smart about things, guys. But we will answer anything <laughs> on, on, live on, 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 uh, on these cassette tapes that we record onto. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, cassette tapes. Yes. Um, so, so yeah, go to the website, myrobber.net, check out our other shows, go to iTunes, leave good reviews because good reviews are the only ones that are worthwhile and you do anything else and you're a jerk. It's just a fact. It's just a fact of humanity. Um, and then, uh, until next week, uh, go, go do other things, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) We'll see you next week. Bye. (laughs) Bye guys.